0: Back in the 90s, there was this popular sitcom called Touched by an Angel, and it basically had its primary character or star, the angel was a woman. But in the scriptures in over 100 appearances of angels that we have, not a single one is a woman. Sometimes, especially during the Christmas holidays, you may see little baby angels and sometimes people call these little baby angels cherubs. But is that what a cherub is? Are angels even babies? No. (laughs) As a matter of fact, cherub is the highest order of angels. And another point, all angels are male. God, when he created all of the angels, and all of the angels were created by God. None were born. He created every one of them male. Now you ask, why was that? Well, it's quite obvious. He did not intend for the angels to procreate. However, even though that was not God's intent for them to procreate, it does not mean that angels cannot take physical form and engage in that type of conduct. When we look in the scriptures in Genesis chapter six, we see such a thing taking place when the angels, that is the demonic angels, some of Satan's angels, taking physical form and marrying human women and creating a hybrid breed of half angel, half human species of creatures that was called the Nephilim, or in another word, fallen ones so we see that angels can procreate even though it was not the intent of god and notice also the godly angels or we sometimes say the good angels they have never indulged in such activities remember when jesus said that even in the resurrection we will be like the angels of god the angels of heaven the good ones in that they neither marry nor are what given in marriage so it tells us that God's intent for the angels was never to engage in procreation or we would simply say sexual conduct and sometimes we have heard I've heard people say that there's gonna come a day when in that day I'm gonna have wings and and I'm gonna just fly away I don't see any evidence of that one either guys There is no biblical, nothing in the scriptures whatsoever that supports that when we resurrect and when we have the new glorified bodies, that we will have wings. And no evidence that we'll maybe even be able to fly. I don't know. It just simply says that we will have an incredible body that will be able to do incredible things, bodies like our Lord, and those bodies will be eternal but strangely enough even in the glory and the might and power of angels what was it in the book of isaiah when the assyrian king had slandered god's name he slandered the king of the jews and God allowed, what was it, 185,000 men to be killed in a single night by one angel. They are very powerful creatures and of great authority and majesty and even concerning the angels who had never seen before. David said a wonderful thing in Psalm 8 as he mused about the glory of God, and how God has faceted his attention on us, men, mankind. And you know, and here's the point that I'm trying to make. You know how we have sinned. You know how we fall and come short of the glory of God, and you know all of our failures. But nevertheless, David said in Psalm 8, when he said, who is man, that you take thought of him and the Son of Man that you care for him. Now, catch it, he says, Yet you have made him a little lower than God or than the angels. That's the idea, than <laughs> the heavenly creatures themselves, as it says in the King James Version. But actually, the idea is greater than the angels. Again, the apostle Paul said, Do you not realize that there is coming a day that you will judge angels? So, what is the scripture saying? It is a wonderful thing that God, by his own sovereign choice, that even though we have failed God in so many aspects, always, and isn't it true, always in need of repentance about something? <laughs> But nevertheless, he has chosen to make us greater than the angels, even angels who have never sinned. Did you know that?